0: Live from Master Closet Studios, you're listening to the only podcast on the Internet. I think that's true. The Noobs and the Hoovian! My name is Austin and I'm the Huvian. These are my sons Trip and Corbin. And, and we're the Noobs. And this is the podcast introducing a whole new generation to Doctor Who by watching an episode each week and then discussing it from the perspective of a dad who's seen it before. And
1: two sons, sons who haven't.
0: And one son who forgot his line. Welcome, Ooh. welcome, welcome to episode eighteen. Covering Series 2, Episodes 5 and 6, that's right, The Two-Parter, Rise of the Cybermen, and The Age of Steel.
1: Okay, so this is the episode where the Doctor and Rose and Mickey, Ricky?
0: Ricky, it's Mickey. No, it's Ricky. I think I know my own name. You think you know your own name? How stupid are you?
1: Do the impossible by falling through a crack in time and landing in an empty void, or London, this year, with the Zeppelins. Turns out they're in a parallel world, so Rose decides to go find her dad, and Mickey decides to go pouting. I mean, exploring. The Doctor and the Rose realize something weird is going on, while Mickey finds his gran and some friends? Turns out the Cybermen are happening again. Crazy rich man named Lumic is dying and doesn't want to. He designed the ultimate upgrade involving sticking a human brain in a robot body. They hatch plans, split up. Ricky dies, Jackie dies, Mrs. Moore dies, a bunch of people die. Mickey hacks his way to saving the world again and decides to stay in the parallel world. The end. Forever.
0: <laughs> <laughs> kind of the end forever for Mickey, right? All right, well, this is, uh, he I have die, here on the notes, but... story number 171, I believe it's 172. I don't think I updated that one. You
1: messed up the notes again. Blur!
0: Okay. Uh, Story number 172. This originally aired May 13th and 20th, which would have been... uh, The 13th would have been Mother's Day weekend here in the States. I don't even know if they have one in the UK, but I don't think it's the same uh, weekend as ours. The 13th and the 20th, uh, 2016. Episode number one had 9.3 million viewers. The next week... 7.7 million viewers, which means 1.6 million Brits just don't know what happened with the Cybermen, apparently, (laughs) or at least they didn't know right away. Um, So I, the reason I noted that it was Mother's Day, one, I always have to note when it's Mother's Day. My birthday falls right near Mother's Day, so it's kind of a thing for me. And then the other thing was that I thought it was funny that on the episode that aired, that would have aired on Mother's Day, you kind of got this mom, doctor?
1: Doctor Who, what the heck? What was that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's Corbin messing around and slipped and that hit a button. That was an accident. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, but yeah, so you've kind of got this mother and father thing going on with Rose on Mother's Day weekend. I just thought it was yeah. fun to mention. This episode was written by Tom McRae, who also wrote, uh, he wrote an, another episode that was listed as unproduced. So I guess he, he wrote an episode for Doctor Who that they didn't end up making into an episode for Doctor Who. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then he also wrote an episode called The Girl Who Waited. And this is one of my wibbly-wobbly favorites. This is going to come several seasons from now. This is an 11th Doctor story. Mm. And very, very cool. Very, very cool. Plays on, hits on a bunch of themes. Does a lot of wibbly-wobbly stuff. So can't wait for that one. We won't see our boy Tom McRae until then. This was D'Also. D'Also? Uh, <laughs> this was directed. It was also directed. So dulso by uh graham harper uh this guy has a ton of doctor who directing credits to his name when it showed like his active period there was just a bunch of commas it was like 1970 to seven or 1960 what was it 1963 comma 1970 to 72 comma 80 to it was just like on and on and on and on, and on, and on, and on, and on all the way up until now and so uh,
1: like did one sprinkled here and there
0: yeah, yeah, he, and, but he's been around, like he's been doing this for a long time, and he was also the only... I, I was a little confused what this meant. The way it was phrased was something to the effect of that he was the only doc uh, doctor, the only director who directed from the 1963 series and from New Who. So when it said 1963, I don't know if that means he directed an episode in 1963, like with the first Doctor, or if that was shorthand for saying Classic Who, because it said the 1963 series. So I don't know if either he's the only director to do one in 1963, which I think was the first year, the first series, wow. and New Who, or if it just means Classic Who and New Who. That one I seem that one seems like it's harder to believe, but. Yeah maybe that's what they meant anyway this um this one under our award section this one no notes didn't get anything way they, uh, they can't all be winners
1: yeah it wasn't the best honestly yeah <laughs> like i, I mean liked it, i but. did like
0: oh, it. don't get ahead of yourselves all right yeah. let's talk before we get into judging it let's talk about the cast
1: what do you mean that's the doctor doctor who
0: corbin who's the first guest star we want to talk about
1: Pete Tyler. Again. And. Played by. Sean Dingwall. (laughs) (laughs) When we saw (laughs) this in the credits, we were like, what the heck? Who is Sean Dingwall? dingwall
0: i meant to go back and listen to that episode and see did we did we rag on this guy's name in the last episode that he was in as hard as we should have because sean dingwall and i'm willing to bet i'm willing to bet now it feels very familiar i'm thinking we had the same conversation last time but it was oh gosh i just had to you were the one who pointed it out this time though weren't you
1: yeah i saw it in the credits i saw it i saw dingwall i look over and it says pete Uh. tyler and i'm like (laughs) <laughs> Pete was played by Sean <laughs> D- That
0: guy just had a terrible elementary school life. You know he did. Alright. We also had John Lumick. Uh, he is the... Uh, oh boy, I hope... Can y'all hear that? <laughs> I just realized I'm scratching my beard very close to the mic. Uh, he, John Lumick uh, is the guy... He's the Cyberman creator guy. And he was played mm-hmm. by Roger Lloyd Pack who... This was a neat connection. He played... Barty Crouch Sr. in Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, which I was like, okay, there's another thing that we should mention <laughs> because some people care about that and we don't, we're oblivious to it. We always mention that. <laughs>
2: uh-huh. There's a lot of
0: hottie, a lot of hottie, Harry Potter crossover with Doctor Who that we're starting to pick up on. However, his son, so he played Barty Crouch Sr. Mm-hmm. His son, Barty Crouch Jr. was played by, wait for it, David Tennant. Oh my gosh! Oh. Bom, bum, bum. So here you have, um, prior to those, those movies taking place, you have them uh, appearing here as as like villains, uh, not villains, as nemesis, nemesis, yeah. Uh, and then later on, they're going to be father and son, which I thought was interesting. <laughs> and now somebody <laughs> like is screaming. Father, like son. Now somebody is screaming into their earbuds that we are missing the irony that in the movies, uh, the father and the son turn against each other and become enemies or something. Probably, maybe. It's also like Star
2: Wars. I don't know. I'm
0: making that up. I don't know if that happens. <laughs> yes, it turns. out. Yeah, there's a great scene where he says, "Junior, I am your father." I don't know. <laughs> I
2: don't know.
0: <laughs> Anyways, uh, then you also have um, Nicholas uh, Briggs. He was the voice of the Cybermen. Mm-hmm. And All the Cybermen. Yeah, All the yeah, Cybermen. yeah. You have just kind of that one static thought. voice. Mm-hmm. Actually, I didn't notice. I, I didn't. I didn't look this up. Was the Cyber Controller? Play yes. voiced by the same yeah, guy. Yeah, it was. It was okay. I saw that because his media. voice sounded different, so I didn't know if they used
1: what was, Roger
0: Lloyd uh, Pack yeah. and and modulated his it voice. Kind of
1: sounded like that, but yeah. the uh, credits in the extra the thing or said, whatever. Okay. Said well, that, if
0: Amazon trivia said that, it's <laughs> got to be true. When
1: I was going through there, I'm like, oh my gosh, this cyber leader has like three different people. It's got the dude in the suit, the dude before. Like, the dude in the suit was different than the actual... Was a different actor than John Lumic. And then it had the dude playing the voice. And I was like, wow, there's so many people playing yeah, it's this thing. Yeah,
0: there's a lot going thing. on there. Uh, he also is the voice of the Daleks. So the same guy. So if you notice that it kind of sounds similar, kind of because it is. And he also voices the Zygons, who we haven't met yet. We'll meet the (laughs) Zygons later. Like (laughs)
1: some robot with some catchphrase that means kill. Not a robot, actually.
0: The Zygons are not robots, but very, very cool alien characters that we're going to get to see. Do they have (coughs) a
1: catchphrase that they repeat a lot that means kill?
0: I don't think so. I don't think so. I could be wrong. Half the um, things
1: the Daleks say is exterminate. And, and,
0: and also, we had very special guest star this week playing Ricky Smith, uh, <coughs> Noel Clark, in Whoa, in, in a brand new appearance coming. as Ricky Smith. So uh, let's see. Let's get into talking about some special effects. Corbin, why don't you take this here because you did the notes here?
1: Okay. Uh. So the only really costumes that I think deserve to be pointed out were the Cybermen costumes.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, in case you were wondering, those were costumes. There was a lot of... <laughs> in, case, yeah. in case
0: you were wondering if they actually built cybernetic organisms, <laughs> is that what you're saying?
1: Or if they were just CGI. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I didn't I know mean, what you were I mean, if they built there. canine, <laughs> they might have been able to do that. <laughs> just film the same robot it's such a generational gap you
0: guys just you know i constantly have to remember that y'all don't remember a time where cgi wasn't in every scene of every show and every <laughs> movie all the time yeah. um so yeah so the options for you were were they costumes or were they cgi actual and i'm robots. thinking no they were actual robots what do you mean okay all right <laughs> now what about okay so maybe this is well i'm sorry i cut you off what were you saying about this? <laughs> the cyberman costumes uh, now that we've established that they're costumes and not was, cybernetic really organisms, oh good, they did look um,
1: cool.
0: Yeah, Tripp, what did you think of the Cybermen costumes?
1: Um, they're pretty good. Like, they look like not as shiny as a regular robot would. Wouldn't
0: yeah. it weird w- when we were watching the the Confidential? Didn't they look shinier in that? Yeah. yeah. Like on the show, they looked like they were maybe spray painted plastic. Yeah. You know, but in the mm-hmm. in the confidential, they were metal. Yeah, they were. They looked shiny and, and metallic. And I don't know if it was something to do with lighting or, or what the deal um, was there.
1: I saw a picture of some of the older ones. Uh huh. Like. I feel like some of those Cybermen would encounter these ones and pee their pants. I mean, they looked so ridiculous. Which, which ones would pee their pants? All of them
0: all of them (laughs) do you have those tabs open
1: yes i do all right they all look so weird comparatively trip
0: can you see can turn turn don't unplug us here don't unplug us okay this is great radio
1: i know we might post these up on the facebook page actually but they cybermen costumes changed and like grew over time but Especially Did by so 2009 much. standards or whenever this came out. This was way more.
0: Yeah, and you know what? Liked. Let's. I'm, I'm getting ahead of us. Uh, I'm getting ahead of my, myself, ourselves, we, we selves. We're getting ahead because uh, we actually are going to talk more about the Cybermen later on. So let's, uh, w- with the costumes and whatnot, I would put under costumes and makeup the, uh, the ear pods. I thought those were really oh, yeah. cool. Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, it, it was
0: one of those devices where I was like, how is that staying in their ear?
2: Because yeah, they were like so big.
0: Did you, did you see the one extra? There was one of the people that was, that was standing around when they were getting the download or whatever, and their ear pod was like hanging. It was like getting ready yeah. to fall out at any second. Yeah. It was this random woman, and it was just hanging there. I was like, that thing's going to fall.
1: Obviously, y'all can't see, but like every... Minute or so, I'm pushing my earbuds back into my ears right
0: now. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's pushing yeah. his earbuds in, and they are tiny, tiny little earbuds. <laughs> I don't know how they put these things, you know, that, that just stick out and cover their whole ear. Mm-hmm. Now, now uh, something about those, and I don't want to spend too much time on this, but ear pods. Is something that so so you had earbuds, right? Yeah. And Apple had earbuds that came with their <laughs> iPhones and their iPods back in the day, and then they got they did this upgrade where they got better earphones, and they call them earpods. Hmm. They actually called them earpods, and this was like a, a handful of years ago. So this was this was long after this episode, and then eventually they made wireless ones called yeah. AirPods. So I'm just saying. <laughs> do you see somebody walking around with an iphone they might be getting ready to be a cyberman i don't know (laughs) so that was oh i thought there was another note that i had about the earpods Hmm. it's gone
1: anyways i've actually seen something like that Uh, but it's like the earbuds but like you cut out the wires it's like that's what i'm that's exactly what i'm talking about those are called
0: airpods oh yeah it looks like somebody snipped the ear the 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 wires that's exactly they're bluetooth they're bluetooth And I would never buy them. I've seen some of those. They're (laughs) like $100 probably. And I'm like, nope. Because one, it would fall out and it would be gone. Like, knowing my luck, I would fall out right over a storm drain. Or I'd put them in my pocket and they'd go through the washing machine and I'd never see (laughs) them. I'd see them. (laughs) I would just never hear them again. All right, so CGI. There was Um,
1: a lot of CGI in this episode, Yeah, run us through it. So the first big one was the Zeppelins flying around. Oh, yeah
0: um which is interesting because they could have done like models or something like miniatures but they did yeah. they did CGI. maybe they did did they
1: maybe i don't know i just said it was cgi it definitely seemed that's like the only se- thing it I definitely I know seemed about.
0: like cgi yeah. but it was one of those things where you i felt this was when cgi was taking over so even when it was cheaper to do miniatures they would do cgi because it yeah. was the new the new hotness
1: mm-hmm. also there was the um fire during the explosion which still really didn't look that good
0: <laughs> yeah fire is hard yeah cgi fire is i'm hard. kind
1: of glad they finally perfected it really um
0: yeah they're getting there yeah certainly
1: and also involving the fire is the cyber leader falling into the explosion as yeah, the I ladder the is cut. Yeah.
0: did y'all notice okay so I, I was sitting there as we're watching it and he's falling in slow motion I was going, and of course, there's going to be a massive explosion right under him, just so we make sure he's good and dead, you know. Uh-huh. But I, did you all notice the explosion started coming up, and then he disappeared into that fireball like way too soon? Did y'all like notice that? Lava. Like it seemed yeah, it's like, just the,
1: like
0: burned. Well, no. What I mean is, like, it seemed to me like was he was still a good 20 slo-mo. feet above know, that flame, it and then so all of a sudden,
1: massive comparative. Right, and
0: then all of a sudden, oh, it does that. It does that BBC fire noise. You, you'll hear it in Merlin. You'll hear it on Doctor Who. Uh, you'll hear it on other places, but especially on the BBC, you hear that <laughs> of uh, you know, like anytime something's getting burned up. I can't make the sound. We should have captured it. It's just sort of this, <laughs> and you hear it all the time, guys. When we watch Merlin from now on, it'll be the only thing you ever hear ever again on that show. Like the Wilhelm is that scream. it's the Wilhelm scream of fire? It's amazing. Um, so, what other what other stuff do we have?
1: So. I'm surprised I didn't think of this earlier when I was writing Uh these notes, but when they're... When the Cybermen are, like, dully, and then they just grab you by the shoulder and you start getting electrocuted... Mm-hmm. that was cgi the whole electricity you do have
0: that right now that's right there yeah i know what, what i'm saying is like, that blue electricity yeah or yeah that was that was, was pretty it? hokey looking cig, C-I-G. 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 C-I-G.
1: C-I-G. 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 I
0: thought you were gonna say something about the cia i was like i don't know they're probably listening right now there the was C-I-A? also uh i love corbin's note here the big scary machine that creates the cyberman <gasps> I mean, could that thing have been more terrifying
1: i'm pretty just, sure they use that same scene though like three times oh
0: yeah because you're only, you're only gonna pay to animate that sucker once because that was that was like a buzz saw and then like snippety, uh like blades and then like a green laser what just you, you do, know for good measure green laser because if you got a green laser do you still need a buzz saw and like like four <laughs> blades like four blades on one arm what like shink, shink,
1: shink. what you do is you take you make that one shot and then for the second time you use it, you just tilt the screen upside down.
0: Yeah, you just mirror so it or it something like that. So it looks different, but yeah. it's not... Or you do like an shift. eight second thing of it and you only show six seconds at a time and just shift it a little bit. So yeah, their their CGI is still still uh, catching up, but yep. that brings us to the checklist. Wow. What's our baddie of the week, Trip? Spoiler alert.
1: It's a spoiler alert. I must not tell. <laughs> tell okay, no but one. seriously,
0: who's the baddie of the week?
1: The... Cybermen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately. For he a forgets. sec, I forgot their names. Like, wait, what was the baddie? Well, oh yeah? The what cyber.
0: were those men? They were sort of <gasps> cyber-ish.
1: And they were kind of men. Men cyber
0: manish cybers. <gasps> men, oh, yeah, men, cybers. Cybers. cybers, Anywho, the Cybermen—they uh, actually first appeared. This was this was really cool. They first appeared in the final storyline of the first Doctor. So oh. these are you know so like the Daleks were the second storyline. They were like right off the bat. You have the Daleks. So they've been around from Global
1: the get-go. Game.
0: But these guys have been around almost as long. So this would have been Animal season. Streaming
1: the first doctor got deleted or whatever again,
0: you know i i don't know i haven't gotten there yet because i haven't gotten there yet wow. i've started i've, I've started wow. back up watching my way sense. through classic who and i'm kind of like you know i don't want to know i don't want to know i did find out uh that so that it was a three episode arc whoa episode three. Oh, that's nothing the one, the one that I just finished watching was, like, six or something. What? It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. The, okay, the, we're
1: definitely going to have to start breaking these up. Well, so we but they're
0: half-hour episodes. First of all, they're half-hour episodes. We're
1: still going to have to be uh, breaking them up. I
0: don't know how we're going to do it. Don't worry. Ten years from now, when we get there, we'll figure that out. <laughs> My goal right now is to try and finish up season ten, uh, series 10 before you go to college. Okay? Okay. Actually, that's not true because we're, we're going to mow through these a lot faster because they're only, like, 13-episode se- series. Yeah. Uh, we're watching our way through star trek as well and star trek has kind of been on hold for yeah (laughs) for the better part of a year because we started doing this and it just takes a lot of time so at any rate they they first uh showed up the last storyline of doctor number one when i
1: first read this i didn't quite understand what it said and i thought you meant they showed up in the first episode
0: no, 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 no the the last ep the last arc so the last three episodes yeah. of d- uh, the first Doctor, yeah. and then they appeared throughout Classic Who, and we'll I made myself a note we'll we'll post the pictures later on of various incarnations of the Cybermen mm-hmm. because they lot. started out it was like a dude in spandex <laughs> the very very first one he's like a dude in spandex With and like the, and goggles the
2: big head thing
0: too yeah and always had the 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 square. A uh, mm-hmm. tube thing going from the ears up above in. with something on top and
1: there's been like black Cyberman and stuff
0: oh really i and didn't even yeah. look through all those i went through, so many different versions there, oh. there were times of like, like
1: changes and up and finally, until this yeah, awesome. one there was at least four different versions that i could count really showing up in various innumerable amounts of episodes really oh
0: yeah yeah, yeah. just all over the it's place like
1: I'm looking through, it lists off all these different examples. of like this episode, that episode, this one again. And this, <laughs> da, 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 da. It's like, oh my gosh.
0: Right. And so they, uh, have, they've appeared a bunch of different ways. The basic idea behind the original Cybermen was that they, it, it keeps mentioning Earth's twin planet, I'm going to say Mondas, or Mondas, Mondas, I don't know, yeah. M-O-N-D-A-S, and I don't know what a, tw- a twin planet means, but at any rate, it it was like a rogue planet out on the edge of the galaxy, or the universe, or the solar system, or something. Well,
1: somehow had humanoid life on
0: it. Yeah, had humanoid life, and the people were dying, and they started replacing limbs with cybernetic implants, mm-hmm. right? So huh. you know, you lose an arm, you replace it with a robotic arm. You replace a a liver with a, an artificial liver, but and I then eventually enough, they had human hands. Hmm.
1: I said oddly enough they had human hands. Wouldn't well, they
0: have like didn't the actor have like some kind of gloves on? I think. Yeah, I think they were comp- they were supposed to be completely metal by that time because they had just slowly replaced every part of their body until they were completely robotic except for like the brain
1: and it was like spandex it was not a very great costume
0: no it was terrible it was really really bad (laughs) but that so that was the that was like the original idea
1: on spandex and some weird headset crap right and you could be one of them
0: so the idea here that um they developed (coughs) they they're in a parallel universe and they still happened that's why he said (laughs) it's happening again you know because they developed anyway They call themselves human point two. I thought that was interesting Mm -hmm. instead of saying like, yeah, instead of like, really today we'd probably say like humanity Um, 2.0. Actually I say today, but really that would have been like 10 years ago. So right about the time the show was out. I don't know what I mean. (laughs) The doctor says that they've had all humanity stripped away. So, but you know, piece by piece, the, the Cybermen that he knew had their body parts stripped away until there's just a robot body left. This version, it's completely different. Instead of being part by part by part, it happens all at once.
2: <laughs> Very <laughs> and, quickly.
0: And Right. And they not only had, Ching, he says they're a human brain jammed into a cybernetic body with a heart of steel. Mm. Man, way to get poetic there, Doctor. But he also says they Look like how
1: it's like, oh, it only has a human brain. But you literally pulled out part of the spinal cord and crap. So it's like, what? Oh, that
0: like biomatter. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah looked like yeah. this stuff in uh tony stark's chest but anyways <laughs> they Ugh. he said they had all emotions stripped away and rose says why and he, or not rose uh mrs moore oh. says why and she and he says because it hurt and so you know it hurt to be a robot it hurt to be the cyberman so he suppresses the emotion so that they just feel well, they don't feel <laughs> that's the problem yeah. is that it's don't all they
1: actually feel like they should be the cyberman because once turned they turn into feel the like session. they think. feel.
0: Yeah, I just. remember there was that part where he says, what do you feel? And they say, we feel nothing. <laughs> or how do you feel? And he said, we, we feel nothing. And he says, what do you think? And he says, we think in uniformity or something like that.
1: About the humans or something.
0: Yeah. And that was the next thing I was going to say. So they is, have a
1: brain. They can think, but they just. They
0: have a human brain. They That's have no emotion. Exactly. That's the only human thing left is their brain. And the doctor says that the thing that makes people human, you know, emotions, is what's been stripped away. And so all that's left is just this robot. And they all think uniformly and in complete unity. And the one thing that they're thinking about is humanity's pain, people's pain. They're in pain. They hurt. And so they want to upgrade them to end their suffering. So... Right. Yeah, Tripp's giving me this Wait, weird what? eye. They want... The reason that they want to upgrade everybody is because they think they're helping them because they have pain. They uh-huh. feel emotional pain and they feel yeah. physical pain. And if we upgrade them, they lose both of those. So... Oh, yeah. Right, right. And so the thing about it is but that... that's
1: only what they think because that's how they were programmed. So they don't even, yes. even have a human... Just because they have a human brain, they were still right. programmed... Right. So everything's still identical.
0: Exactly. So the,
1: So what's the point of having the brain in the first place?
0: Yeah, I don't know. It almost becomes redundant at that point. Yeah. So Russell T. Davies, when they were developing this storyline, wanted the Cybermen, because the Cybermen apparently in Classic Who were much more uh, just completely Human? devoid of humanity. You know, they were oh. just faceless zombie vampire type of things. <laughs> Where they just didn't matter, and he wanted to make them a little bit more—I um, I, I, want to say human—but a little bit more sympathetic, like a, 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 like we said with the um, the space gargoyles. Yeah. You know that they are—they're not just villains for villainy's sake, right? That they had a reason that they were doing it. They thought that they were doing good, even though they were doing horrible evil. The Cybermen are the same way. They think what they're doing is helping people.
1: Because that's how they were well
0: Right, and then what happens? The person that programmed them
1: becomes one of them
0: against we, his will.
1: What? Oh, yeah. They
0: took him early. He didn't want to. He didn't want to get the upgrade until his last breath. He wanted to be completely done with this life and then get the upgrade. And they're like, "No, you're in pain. Come with us." <laughs> and this is like classic <clears throat> sci-fi robot literature.
2: Mm-hmm. The
0: robots take the command too literally and take it beyond what the programmer or creator or whatever ever intended, and then you end up with it backfiring on you. So, classic, classic stuff there.
1: That's what happens if you give them a Um, break.
0: Yeah.
1: It's kind of ironic how, and I know already ironic probably isn't the best word for this situation. It usually isn't, yeah. But um, the whole reason he did this was so he could be immortal, Mm -hmm. and so that, like he wouldn't die. Right. Then he ends up dying (laughs) as a robot by falling into an explosion. (laughs) The whole time I'm thinking, this is not going to keep you permanently from dying. Oh yeah. It'll just kind of prolong it.
0: Right. He was still
1: like had tubes attached to him.
0: Yeah, Corbin and pointed out, like he's body. still in a wheelchair. Like, <laughs> he's still. Trip was like, "Why does he still have life support?" Honestly, it's thing? probably really more did. of a
1: throne than a wheelchair. A uh, wheelchair.
0: Yeah, though. but until what the very end, he never stood up sports. from that thing. And I was like, "Can he just yeah. not walk? Like, did he forget how?" I don't know. <sighs> well, that brings us to, well, count. We got one this week. Uh, the doctor is talking about the uh the cyberman how he responds like a living thing well it is a living thing right mm-hmm. because the 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 yeah. innards of it is some sort of biomaterial yeah. so it actually is uh, a living thing so that a thing actually, so that brings the count up to nine
1: that seems to be a lot of machines and like machines are actually living things in this because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. the daleks the tardis mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: uh mm-hmm can't really think of any others but
0: Yeah, I don't know of any other um you know, Oh, 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 oh. Uh the uh the um the um, Madame de Pompadour the spaceship. Oh, yeah. It even had human parts.
1: <laughs> well,
0: that's eventually. the
1: robots. Yeah. But it still.
0: <laughs> but still. Um interesting also, interesting connection there.
1: One thing I did just realize the the uh Cyberman head Yeah. That was completely different Cyberman than the one right here, or any of the other ones I've currently seen.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, it, it would make sense that it would be completely different than this one, because parallel world, right? yeah. parallel universe, um, and this is, and the one that, uh, he's talking about a throwback to, what episode was that? Uh, it was the one where Van Staten had the...
1: It's called Dalek.
0: Oh, that's right, okay, I couldn't remember what... It was
1: episode <laughs> so It was five, the one with I the think. Dalek, what was it called?
0: Dalek. Dalek. <laughs> It, yeah there was like the museum of all the of all the alien artifacts and one of them was a Cyberman's head.
1: Wasn't there a Slitheen arm in there too?
0: Yeah, yeah, Slitheen arm and, and some other stuff. Actually, all the of Cyber that was Man like easter eggs for different, Who. Different though. That's what he's saying. And so it doesn't look like the ones we saw this week because it was a parallel universe and it was also mm. the head from An Classic Who. Version. Yeah, it was one of the versions from Classic Who. One. So, yeah, Maybe one of that's one that's of many. All right, we also had the, uh, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry.
1: Which, now we know for a fact it's a reoccurring thing since it happened twice in this episode.
0: Yes. Trip, who said it this episode? Because we had one from the Doctor and one from who else. Do you remember?
1: Uh, the President Guy? Yeah. <laughs> the President the Britain
0: of Britain. Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, did I beat you to it?
1: <laughs> Great Britain. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so he says it hmm. to the Cyberman. And then the doctor says it to the Cyberman that he, he disabled the emotion circuit thing, or mm-hmm. the emotion suppressor, and so it all of a sudden realizes it remembers everything and it knows who she used to be, and apparently it was her wedding night. She was supposed to be getting married the next day. Mm-hmm. And um, He
1: almost said it again. He said, I'm sorry to right? another one. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, come on, finish it, finish it, and then just... Right. scene shifting. so again like, russell on. t
0: davies wanted to wanted to humanize the cyberman he did a good job mm-hmm. right Cause two of the characters are apologizing well two of the characters are apologizing one of them apologizes twice the doctor says it twice but mm-hmm. just not the full version yeah uh we did have a run so all of a run? sudden i'm beginning to think that maybe this was more of a tenant thing than an overall doctor thing
2: uh, Even though we're like five episodes in now, and he just now said it. I don't
0: know if it was the first time, but it definitely stuck out in my mind because he he grabbed the hand and said "run," and they and they ran. It was when they were in the like the little hallway full of Cybermen yeah. on and the one first episode.
1: Oh.
0: And, oh no 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 no! no, 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 no. This time. Well, yeah, and that's it what, what i saying. It was the same thing. Yeah, grab the hand and run. Yeah, it was also
1: It was also his first words.
0: It was. it oh, was yeah. His very first word. Yeah. Which Uh, probably my dad was
1: led to believe that it was sort of overall.
0: It comes up as a joke later. And that's why I was thinking that it was said a lot more than it is. But maybe, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Torchwood came up twice. Twice. So, Mm -hmm. and you know what I just realized? Was this one, this was both in the first episode. Right. It was. The second episode didn't have anything. Yeah, they were. Because the first one was when she was getting the download on her phone. Mm -hmm. Or no, no, not the download. She was watching the news (coughs) on her phone. And the newscaster just in the background says, The Torchwood Institute has published a study. And it just sort of trails off.
1: And then the, uh, like, Rose's dad or whatever was like, So what about the Torchwood Institute? Yeah, Steve, what's
0: happening at the Torchwood Institute?
1: I think he actually did say, Hey, Steve
0: hey steve. steve did he really say that
1: yeah i'm pretty sure that's great as soon as he said that i'm like oh.
0: all right we'll, we'll have to post a link to hey, uh, homestarrunner.com so that our, our listeners can get in on hey steve
1: <laughs> we
0: had um not a direct mention <laughs> okay, corbin drop down to the bottom steve of the notes and leave me a note about that right next to my note about posting the pictures all right We had not a direct mention of the Time War, but just sort of like after effects of the Time War because they fell through a crack in time and ended up in a parallel universe. What the doctor said is impossible because uh, it used to happen all the time. It used to be very easy when the Time Lords were keeping up with everything. But then the Time Lords died and the doors between the universes were shut. And then he says everything became that bit less kind I was like, ooh. So, like, the entire universe is less kind than it used to be because the Time Lords are gone. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a... What
1: I don't understand, though, is how, um, like, you're still around. Why does... And you're a Time Lord, so why does the rest well, of the... he said something
0: about matter? the Time Lords used to, like... <sighs> Maintain them, or keep track yeah. of them, or they the were. Why running
1: doesn't, why doesn't he maintain it? He's well, it sounds just... like it would be
0: like a lot, of, a big job. <laughs> like it doesn't sound like something one guy could do, or certainly mm-hmm. that one guy who's, you know, really more interested in wandering all around the universe, yeah. could do, or definitely would want to do. So, Gordon, give us our Jeopardy, jabberdy.
1: The Gemini broadcast on encrypted wavelength six five seven is in the binary nine. Aren't you? um mm-hmm. not, right mm-hmm. <laughs> not right
0: now. Not right now? Not right now. We had some... Don't tell anyone. We, <laughs> we had some jiggery-pokery. Uh, a, so jiggery a lot of jiggery-pokery. A lot of jiggery-pokery this episode. First of all, you had the energy cell, the little crystal thing that they found that had a little bit of power, and it, it was in a regener, re-energization loop or something.
1: And he gave away 10 years of his life, which is literally right? impossible. Right? Yeah. I literally said, when he did that, wait. But isn't the doctor immortal?
0: And what was my response? I, meh. <laughs> he sort of like, like hand waved it away. Let's meh. let's keep watching. Doesn't uh, matter. I mean, if he
1: had said something else involving ten years of his life, but saying taking that took away ten years of my life, makes yeah, he said I just gave
0: away ten years of my life. Yeah, yeah. kind of kind sure. of weird. He uh, takes that energy cell later on and uses it like a phaser yeah, and what like the heck? vaporizes uh, the Cybermen. To uh, this is uh, this is my favorite part of the second episode because at the end of the first episode it's we surrender and they're like you will be deleted but we're surrendering deleted but we're surrendering deleted and then he's like going <laughs> delete, back and forth they delete, just keep delete, they just keep delete, saying delete, the same thing del- yeah del- and then he del- says del- delete 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 and then it del- goes you know doo-doo and it goes on to next time or to be continued or whatever and then it comes back and it shows that bit again mm-hmm. and then it's like and now for the rest of the story and he whips that sucker out and goes and just blows everybody I up i was
1: like waiting for him to tell them to go to their room or something I'm <laughs> like how is he gonna get out? <laughs> that's exactly us? what it was it was exactly
0: the same thing uh-huh. it was oh no the doctor and his companions are cornered and there's no possible way out and he says go to your room and it fixes the, everything and then on this time he just goes and it fixes and everything. All
1: we did was point it. I mean there's no buttons or anything. There's no on
0: buttons. That. Yeah, it was Time Lord and technology. And I was both of you guys were like, What
1: just happened? When we like, first what? saw that, we thought Even it was the guys Sonic in we're the like, show. What the like, heck?
0: What the, the heck? Heck? Yeah, I, I thought it was I but thought he whipped yeah, out the Sonic. Did. And, and I was like, like, when is that ever happening? I was like, And well, then it's like, right. and that's
1: gonna take four hours to recharge. Great, now we don't have a weapon.
0: Uh, yeah, exactly. Except... What did you say, Shrek? It
1: was red, not blue, so I was like, wait. The Sonic... Right.
0: I, yeah. Or See, or like was it was it a
1: giant laser. It, it was, like, orange red. But it was, like... Or, okay, yeah. Red.
0: It was not Sonic <laughs> Screwdriver Blue.
1: Or green. or green. Or green, which was the cell.
0: Uh,
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, some Sonic <laughs> yeah, Screwdrivers right. are green, so...
0: The, not this one, though. Yeah. Yeah, not this not one. Not this
1: are one, green Are green Sonic Screwdrivers? Even uh-huh. the Sonic Screwdriver changes. Uh-huh. Nothing stays in this...
0: And then oh. the sonic screwdriver does one really big change that I wish never happened. Like what? Spoilers? It's so stupid. I don't even want to tell you. Okay.
1: <laughs> we'll get there.
0: They use That's just the, good
1: for spoilers. I mean,
0: yeah, but no. <laughs> like, not even spoiler. Like, if I could find a way to make it so that never happened... <laughs>
1: If you could find a way to it say it in words, a, we would just uh, fall over and die from how dumb it was.
0: It's so <laughs> dumb. It's one of the reasons why I don't like number 12. Anyways, uh, and it's not his fault. It's the writer's. I don't know. Psychic how paper gets used. Uh, you'll see. Right. It's, it's. I mean, it's, well, it's not like it regenerates. It literally, one of them breaks and they, here's a new one. You know, like that's it. Really. <laughs>
1: Should have got a sonic blaster instead of another screwdriver.
0: Well, have you ever known the doctor to carry a gun? No. No. Mm-hmm. Even
1: swaps a gun with a banana.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But he he's did a, He's a
0: warrior who carries a screwdriver. That's kind of his bag, you know. All right, anyways, <laughs> they use the psychic paper to be anybody they want to be. The doctor says, "Who do you want to be?" And then they turn her up you as a waitress and a waiter. Well, that's the thing is, remember, we haven't really, the rules are kind of finicky, right? Like sometimes he says, as you can see, I'm the so-and-so and and he holds it up and they're like, oh, totally. And then other times he says, "Uh, we need to get in and holds it up and they see whatever it is they want to see. So sometimes it's kind of like Jedi mind trickery where it's like he says something and then holds it up. And because that's what he has said, that's what they want to see. So that's what they see. Mm -hmm. And then other times he just holds it up and lets it. Do whatever you it's going to you got to make do. sure
1: you say what you are before you hold it up. If
0: you want to be something topics. specific. So instead, they come in as waitstaff, and Rose, in a, in a fun little callback that Corbin pointed out, uh-huh. what, did, what did she say? Um, We could have been Dame Rose and Sir Doctor. Yeah, I was like, man, this is like perfect opportunity to use those titles that we haven't ever used before. So, All right, <laughs> so we're going to add to the jiggery-pokery part of the checklist. Trip, we're going to add in, what can the sonic screwdriver do? yeah. Because, holy moly, did he use I this know. thing this week. Yeah. All right, so, <laughs> what can it do? It can unlock a hatch, mm-hmm. and then it can lock a hatch. Yeah. It can well, open I mean, a cyberman.
1: that's cyber... kind of normal, actually. He unlocks uh, yeah, stuff all Yeah,
0: that's the time. mundane stuff. But it can also open up a Cyberman's chest, which is kind of like opening a hatch. Yeah. And then it can also <clears throat> kill a Cyberman. It can just, and like, turn rough. them off. Well, I'm... Yeah, he like stuck it down in the goo and went, and then it. I'm guessing just, it didn't actually
1: kill the human part; it just killed the robot part that was sustaining the human part. And then. Either way,
0: it just guy. like, and it was dead. Um, apparently, Weird. it can't vaporize Cybermen like we thought, but um, it can cut a rope. <laughs> what?
1: Well, he's when welded you? back fences and crap. Okay. When have you ever yeah. taken a screwdriver? And stabbed it at some rope. And I'll be honest cut. with you.
0: I could see that happening before a beam of light doing it. But Anyways,
1: um,
0: that's just like <laughs> well, I mean, a random if it's thing. a
1: laser, the beam of light. Yeah, but it's not. it's not. It's not. sonic.
0: It's literally not light. It it's can also sonic.
1: vibrate so can the cell walls and break <laughs> things.
0: So, I mean. It can vibrate them so fast they just disintegrate. Okay. Um, but if I'm not mistaken, there was a spark when that rope sma- snapped, wasn't there? Yeah. Because, I mean. I yeah anyways and
1: then there was a huge he, explosion so
0: he zaps the earbuds and are the ear pods and yeah, like, what did he do he zapped them, and it what did it do i don't it even cut them, oh.
1: off. I oh, it it, cut them off i think i think it just made sure no one was listening in on their conversation oh,
0: that's yeah. right he killed yeah that's right he killed him with him um and then corbin what is jedi mind trick crap
1: where they were <laughs> hiding So they're hiding. Oh, what the heck was this? Oh, yeah. They're hiding. The Cybermen walk up. They're like, okay, they must be here. They're about to look over. The dude's just like... And the Cybermen turn around and walk off. It's like, these are not the droids you're looking for.
0: (laughs) (laughs) These are not the humans you're looking for. What it looked like to me, and I kept waiting for the reveal, what it looked like to me was that he had zapped something that was like maybe behind the Cybermen. And it grabbed their attention because that's what it looked like. It looked like something yeah. made a noise, and they snapped over and you know turned their heads all at the same time. But
1: then they just start marching away, and that's it.
0: Like it looked, and it looked like he pointed like up in the sky, like he was like he blew up a stoplight or something. They're
1: like eight feet tall. It is possible he was aiming at them. I yeah, guess. he was. But, I mean, if he crouching. had
0: been, they would have definitely seen them. The yeah. dr- the angle he was. Anyways, we're nerding yeah. out too much. All right, other oh, like
1: stuff. They already knew there so yeah they're like mm. let's check
0: this yeah it's so anyways it. he definitely hand waved and these are not the droids you're looking for mm-hmm. other stuff we noticed okay very beginning of the episode i love he he leaves mickey holding his finger on a button for no apparent reason for a half an hour and he really only needed half to hold an it for hour a, longer yeah, than t- he needed to uh, how, how long how long since i could have stopped that oh you know ten 20 minutes <laughs> 10 minutes 20 20. 29 you really didn't have to be holding it this whole time and as soon as he lets go of it the TARDIS breaks i thought that was great and explosions galore
1: apparently he's been holding it too long
0: oh maybe that's what it was i was thinking oh great now you let go at any rate the doctor says that's impossible the time vortex is gone okay for my my fellow sci-fi nerds and my my little nerdlings out there a moment of training for you the only time in sci-fi that you're going to hear that something is impossible is when a, that thing just happened, b, that thing is about to happen, or c, that's the thing that we have to figure out how to make happen during this episode, season, chapter, or book, etc. etc. Uh, <laughs> if if someone says that's impossible,
1: you know it's, it's going to pass. It is
0: absolutely going to happen or just did, right?
1: I like how it's like that's impossible as it's happening, it just happened. How can it be impossible?
0: And, and Our you know society what? has
1: come to use the it's word impossible. "impossible" way too much. <laughs> Basically, well, it means something that's. Really, the
0: episode really that I happened. just was watching on Classic Who, uh, "The Edge of Destruction," was virtually this same idea. <laughs> something happened where they were they were like the TARDIS was falling backwards in time all the way to the beginning of time, and then if they got there, they were all gonna, you know vaporize and die or cease to exist or something why and uh, it was before uh be their before their te- techno science stuff and he said the same thing you know it's this is impossible and i'm like well of course it is that's why it's happening because this is uh-huh. science fiction so the, and <laughs> I, I can't you can stand it
1: yes this sort of when this sort of stuff is going to happen
0: right yeah. here's what i can't stand though is when science fiction so sometimes something happens and they say that's impossible Okay. All right. Fine. Okay. Then it heightens the whole how in the world did this happen? We don't know how to fix it because it's theoretically impossible. Blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. All right. The thing that I hate though is when they establish a rule this thing is impossible just so it raises the stakes later on. Because, all right, uh, we we need to uh, break the time warp barrier so that we can reach planet Blue to do in in under twelve seconds, and they're like, "That's impossible." And then, they re, that's what they spend the rest of the episode figuring out how to do, and all Even they say it's is,
1: "Impossible." It's like, yeah, if it's and impossible, Star Trek. Would
0: you try and do it? Star Trek is so bad about this. Star Trek, The Next Generation in particular, is so bad about this. Uh, Jordy and Data say this thing is not possible. Uh, And here's what they do, right? They say, "Uh, well, we can't do that because the tachyon flux is repolarizing the whole strength of the intensity flux field. And it's like, okay, so it's impossible because words. (laughs) And then 10 minutes later, and they realize they have to do that thing, right? Uh So then 10 minutes later, they figure out how to unreverse the polarity of the whole stress inducer complex. (laughs) But... That produces this problem. And they've only solved half the problem. And then they go back to the B plot or the A plot or whatever. And then t- ten more minutes later, they come back and they've figured it out. And now, Captain, we know how to do it. And I'm like, why? Why make up all the techity babble babble, the jibberdy jabberdy, to establish the rule that something cannot be done just so that you can turn around and gibberdy jabberdy your way out of saying why it is possible now? Drives me nuts.
1: <laughs>
0: and... Okay, so... It's like, why not just okay. say it's
1: possible?
0: Real quick. It's hard. Real quick. What were the two main opening problems with the show, right? The time vortex disappeared, so we ended yeah. up in a void of nothingness, which turned out, no, we're in a parallel universe. London. We're in London.
1: So <laughs> I like that. The time, apparently, nothingness is London.
0: Yeah. That's how much we, you respect London. We slipped through a crack in time and ended <gasps> up in a parallel universe. Problem number one, yeah. which is impossible. Yeah. Problem number two... The TARDIS is dead,
1: Which is forever.
0: forever,
1: extinct, the last of her and, kind.
0: Last of her kind. Her kind. Um, well, so is just stupid tech, because so, you're in a
1: parallel universe. Matt,
0: what? so tech the tech. <laughs> we found a power source that, for some reason, because I blew on it, can now regenerate itself. It can it can recharge itself in 24 hours because that's how much time we need to, you know, make the plot of the story work. So that's all going to happen, and then. At the, so so they need the power cell, right? To do what exactly?
1: Put it back into Restore the power to TARDIS. Tardis. Put it,
0: to do what exactly?
1: To make it work
0: again. And do what? Get because traveling through dimensions into other universes is impossible, right? Mm-hmm. So oh. it doesn't matter that the TARDIS is out of power. It's impossible. You're stuck there forever. <laughs> Did he ever say if only the Tardis were working, we could retrace our steps and go back through the same crack we fell? No. At the end of the episode, he says, um, "Oh, we accidentally fell through a crack in time. Once we go back through it, I have to close it." Okay. One, why do you have to close it? And two, other how are you getting? Right. Okay, maybe. Two, but there's how no are you other Tardis. It?
1: It's the last of its kind.
0: That's true. So
1: no one could go. Through Nobody the could crack. fall through. Other it, time but, traveling ships could. Uh,
0: okay. I mean, John's yeah, ship
1: could time but, travel.
0: But. How are they getting back through the crack? He never says anything about that. They never solved that the the whole instigating problem well, of the crack. story is that we did something impossible and it never should have happened, but by the end of the episode it's now we're just going to undo the impossible. What? Anyways, uh, well, it's I can't stand they do that. Like Yeah, it's a crack well, in time.
1: I mean, I guess they can go what back. You, do through, is you go but, back in time how do you and know until before it? you went through it.
0: In a parallel universe. And then sure. stop
1: yourself. And then stop yourself from
0: doing it. Paradox. Anyways, <laughs> so uh, we already mentioned this as far as other stuff we noticed. The TARDIS is apparently the last one in the universe, and it's a she. And, guys, and I can't proof. wait. I can't wait for you all to meet the TARDIS. Meet,
1: meet the, the TARDIS? Tardis? We already uh-huh. kind of have with the
0: whole heart of the TARDIS stuff. That's yeah, Tardis. no. <laughs> I can't wait for you to meet the TARDIS. Anyways, who I is Rose? Kind of, the we've been talking about this as she's developing. Um, she just doesn't listen, does she?
2: No mm-hmm. the
0: last time the doctor told her not to do something involving her dad, it did not go well, did it no. what was the what did she yeah, immediately do
1: jumped in the front of him
0: the Yes, she did immediately what the doctor said not to do. what did she do this time immediately yeah, did, did what she what he told her not to do yeah. um, don't tell
1: me not to do it tell me to do it <laughs> and then I have to not obey you
0: right right mm-hmm. um,
1: reverse psychology oh um and another time, in the last episode, the doctor told her to stay by the fireplace. She immediately runs off with Mickey and the fire extinguishers, <laughs> which also doesn't go too well either. So,
0: Right, right. I just, I thought it was funny when he said don't, um, when he said don't uh, go meet your dad or whatever. It's yeah. not, it's not your dad. I was like, oh yeah, okay, well that's going to work out. Uh, you know, even, even if I hadn't already seen this episode. Yeah. Alright. And uh so that brings us to who is the doctor?
2: I want to know who you are. I don't know.
0: The boys are trying not to laugh right now because yeah. every time we play that I have to make the face the doctor moves, I don't know. Well
1: he over exaggerates the face when he does.
0: Who does? You. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if you meant tenant did or I do. Yes, I do uh, exaggerate a little bit. Uh, Apparently, the doctor's farsighted now. Farsighted? Yeah, he's got glasses.
1: Oh yeah, I've told you this already. He's been wearing them every time he goes to read something for the past few episodes. Has this
0: been happening? And I'm not sure
1: he was wearing them in the new doc in the new Earth, new Earth at one point.
0: Do you remember this trip?
1: He wears glasses every time, like. He reads something. Does he really?
0: Yeah. <laughs> he just like
2: pulls glasses out of his pocket. And how did, like, not, you,
1: how did you I not? How you not remember that. that from last time watching this?
0: Last time watching what? Doctor Who. Oh, th- you mean when I was originally watching uh-huh. the show? Is that what you mean? <laughs> yeah. I, there's a ton of things I don't. I didn't remember? catch. You know, a ton of you little. You didn't details.
1: catch him pulling out glasses every time he goes to look at something. I in do. Front of I him? do
0: not remember him wearing glasses. <laughs> ever not only do it's i not remember him wearing them before the glasses huh
1: i said makes you wonder where he got the glasses I f- pulls them out of his pocket
0: i just i i i don't remember that from my first watch through and i don't remember him wearing them up until this point like this is the first time my brain has ever registered oh he's wearing glasses that's amazing to me. Ugh. you're telling me this has been happening the whole time tenant has been around and well, i've been not aside from and like I've,
1: the christmas invasion but I mean, as
0: a character, like just mm-hmm. this is this is not a new thing.
1: No. no. Wow. Like when wow. he was um looking at the clock guy or whatever with the mask.
0: He sure did, didn't he? Yeah, he I
1: pulled just, out glasses. Yeah.
0: Like, he sure but did. But that's
1: not gonna stop me. I just realized.
0: You're you're so right. Yeah.
1: If you if um you can't see things close to you and you need reading glasses and then you go to get a new pair of reading glasses, how do you read what kind of glasses you're getting? Read the tag for it. And all? <laughs> um,
0: hopefully you still have your old ones. I don't know. Or you ask a helpful Walmart employee. I'm kidding. Those don't exist. <laughs> Love you, Aunt Donella. Okay. Uh, so apparently he's farsighted. Apparently he's been farsighted. And I didn't know this, but apparently that's a 10th doctor thing because the ninth doctor never wore glasses, did he?
1: No. no. Okay. All right. So that's just
0: a that's just a ten thing. Okay.
1: Actually, yes, he
0: We already talked about it. he blew, he blew on the uh, energy crystal thing and gave away ten years of his life. And Corbin said, "But isn't he immortal?" Yes. So whatever in the world that's about. For forever. Forever. Uh, what's his name? Mickey said, "You're just making this up as you go along, aren't you?" and I said, "Yep." But that's I do it brilliantly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's typical. Kind of uh, what I do. It's kind of my thing. He says, "Ooh, that's okay." The Walk, walk with me on this one, guys. He says when Mrs. Moore says, what about you? Do you have any family? He says, ah, who needs family when you've got the weight of the world on your shoulders or the whole world on your shoulders? Mm-hmm. Okay. He said, who needs family?
1: Everybody.
0: Who needs ah. family? Ah. Yes, he
1: does. Is that, a,
0: <laughs> <laughs> is that a question or is that a statement? Is he saying, what kind of a person needs family or... We as the viewers could see it as who Doctor Who mm. needs family, right? He needs people. And that this probably is was not family. intended
1: in there, and we're just taking it as a pun. Who's need, Who needs family? Yeah, I doubt it. Was a while was ago, when we first started watching this, every time somebody said "who," we Ooh. would make some pun about it.
0: Yeah, it's it's kind of hard not to. All right, so he asks. Uh, oh, this is just. Again, we're, we're going to get more into this later, but he asked Mrs. Moore her real name, and I just thought, you know, well, what's his? I thought it was interesting she yeah. didn't ask him. You know, well, you're the Doctor. Doctor Who. What's your name? What is that all you are? I mean, that was like the perfect time for a Doctor Who, and we didn't get it. Um, there's, oh, there's that moment where the plan, all of a sudden they realize the plan is they have to kill all the Cybermen, right? They have to deactivate the emotion suppressor, and it will probably kill them.
1: That doesn't make sense to me. Like... If I found out I was a robot,
0: I would mean, freak <laughs> out a little
1: bit, but I would not go to the point where I would commit suicide by my head exploding.
0: Yeah, I don't think it was that they were committing suicide. I think they were just, like, going insane. Because he said they'll go insane.
1: Why would they go insane? I'm an awesome robot. Eh. I'm Ooh, immortal. My body I can never is die. literally a weapon.
0: Yeah, except that, like, it wasn't your choice. And, like, your life's kind of over now. Life Actually, as it's you quite knew. the
1: opposite since you're immortal. Quiet, you. <coughs> Anyways, plus, once he did that, if all the Cybermen just teamed up, they could take out the Cyber leader.
0: The Cyber leader? Uh huh. Um, yeah. So anyway, they any also rate. have to take out
1: all the other factories. Remember? Because he only did the mainframe for that one. Because that's why Mickey stayed. Right. To go to the all the other factories. Excuse right. me.
0: Alright, so, let's see, that was all of that, except for the rant of the week. Gorman, let it roll.
1: It's a pretty long one. There it is. An imagination? What about that? One thing that led you here. Imagination. You're killing it dead!
2: What is your name? I'm the Doctor. A redundant title. Doctors need not exist. Cybermen never sicken.
1: Yeah, but that's it! That's exactly the point! Oh, Lumi, you're a clever man. I'd call you a genius, except I'm in the room. But everything you've invented, you did to fight your sickness. And that's brilliant. That is so human. But once you get rid of sickness and mortality, then what's there to strive for?
0: The Cybermen won't advance.
1: You just stop. You stay like this forever. A metal Earth with metal men and metal thoughts. Lacking the one thing that makes this planet so alive. People. Ordinary, stupid, brilliant people
2: you are proud of your emotions... Oh, yes. Then tell me, Doctor, have you known grief and rage and pain? Yes. Yes, I have. And they hurt? Oh, yes. I can set you free. Would you not want that? A life without pain? You might as well kill me. Then I take that option. It's not yours to take! You're a cyber controller. No, you don't control me or anything with blood in its heart. You have no means of stopping me. I have an army, a species of my own. You
1: just don't get it, do you? An army's nothing. Because those ordinary people, they're the key.
0: Ooh, those ordinary people, they're the key. Mm-hmm. I love. So, what did he say? Ordinary, stupid, brilliant people?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I
0: love when he does that. I love when he like juxtaposes humanity's absolute stupidity and brilliance. <laughs> you know, and then he
1: follows all this rant up with continually and repeatedly calling Mickey an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> if some idiot were to say bypass <laughs> the firewalls and break the code and get See, us the
0: Any old the, idiot could do that the yeah.
1: number to uh I Take just, down this man in front of
0: me. I love, I love, love, love that the doctor does this all the time. It's <laughs> like he values humanity despite their stupidity. Know. You know, it's I say they the like things. we're not humans. Yeah. Uh, you know, the More the writers way. of the show are constantly pointing out,
2: and and Star Trek
0: Star Trek does this. I hate to always bring it back to Star Trek, but uh, there was there were some episodes that I was watching recently. That really, really delved into that, you know, about what it means to be human, and like that's one of the themes of Star Trek throughout Uh-oh. all of its iterations.
1: What was that one episode with the judge dude that was putting? Q. Yes.
0: Yeah. Encounter at Farpoint, and and that's the thing. Doesn't it is,
1: he show up a lot?
0: He does, um, and that was that was the pilot of TNG is humanity, defend yourself, you know, mm-hmm. and and the Doctor does this all the time. The Doctor becomes like. This this outsider looking in at humanity and just like all of our faults, but all of our incredible strengths alongside of them, and like that's what makes us amazing, mm-hmm. and that's why all the planets and all the galaxies and all the universe and all the time, he's constantly interacting with humanity, and I just I love it. Mm-hmm. Well, that and it's a show written by people that are human, uh, but other like than that, we
1: said he very rarely actually leaves earth
0: holy cow corbin uh what did you mention about that earlier
1: oh um so far in this series they've been one other planet it was new earth Um, so we
0: mentioned how series one was every episode was either on or in orbit of of Earth. earth the ninth doctor on the show never left planet Earth that we saw. Never left the planet Earth on screen. I mean,
1: obviously he went to Raxacorra Conflictorius. Yeah, there was some stuff that happened, but
0: on screen we never saw him on another planet. And then we had, the Christmas Invasion was on on Earth, and then the first full-on Doctor 10 episode was on New New Earth. Earth. Right? But then...
1: So, there's one episode where they're not in orbit of Earth or on Earth. They're on a spaceship that is simultaneously connected to was Earth. it Paris or France?
0: Uh well yeah, Paris, France.
1: Paris, France.
0: That's the capital of France.
1: Oh. I'm so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> um, so which is part of Earth, obviously. Right. And this episode was in a parallel universe, but they were still on Earth.
0: And they were in London. They went to a parallel universe and were still in London and then next week in the
1: same year the first of february right (laughs) like the same
0: i'm sorry next week rather we're still on earth and then the following week we go to the impossible planet so we're going to get to episode eight before we leave earth again
1: technically
0: yeah yeah exactly so uh under uh that was all we had under the doctor who is the doctor how about real quick theories That is enigmatic. That, that is, that is textbook enigmatic. I have just, it's not really even a theory, it's more of just a question. I want to know where the parallel doctor was.
1: Yeah, like, every time there's like some big problem, the doctor shows up. Right. And this time, in this one, the doctor from another universe shows up. (laughs) Like, why not just the doctor from this universe? Right. Unless he's dead or something, but... Well, he why have gone times, lives by then why not some other
0: time? Or maybe they both fell through a crack in time. Ooh. Maybe they traded places like, you mm-hmm. know, just at the same time. They both fell through the crack in opposite directions. Ooh. Maybe
1: suddenly there were Cybermen on Earth in our universe.
0: Don't know. Don't know. Uh, did y'all have any other theories? Because again, that wasn't really a theory, but just an interesting no. question. I do have a theory. They both fell through the same crack in opposite directions my there you go uh-huh. all right so let's happen
1: before we do not
0: shows. have nearly enough time to do this <laughs> but let's talk about mickey uh-huh. mickey's story arc really pays off here first of yeah. all where did he start what did we think of him at the beginning
1: at the very beginning he was pathetic whiny <laughs> and got sucked up by a trash can
0: trip what, what did, would you agree pathetic and whiny and i mean he just he was he was lousy he was a terrible Mm -hmm. character
1: Sucky.
0: yeah i mean he was just kind of there to be the thing that reminded you that rose left somebody behind which could have also just been fulfilled by jackie Uh (laughs) we didn't need we didn't need uh mickey however (coughs) this episode tells us that it turns out like mickey's a really tragic character like, you know how I say, Doctor, why do you make me cry? All of a sudden, this episode, I'm like, oh, Mickey. <laughs> Poor Mickey. <laughs> Poor Mickey. Like, I remembered where this, where his storyline was going. I remembered that. I didn't remember how tragic this guy was. Okay, so his dad abandoned him. And his <laughs> mom, all we hear about his mom is that she, quote, couldn't cope. What That's that? what Rose says. She couldn't cope, which sounds like... Okay. Okay. So if you said that Ricky was raised by his dad because her his mom couldn't cope, that would mean to me one of two things. She took off or she committed suicide. Mm-hmm. But it was that she couldn't cope, dot, 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 and then his dad left him. So I'm like, well, what does that mean? Like she couldn't cope and she died and like committed suicide and then his dad took off or like, I'm confused. All I know is. Something happened to his mom, and then his dad abandoned him and, you know, went to Spain and never came back. And then, so he's raised by his, his grand his grandmother.
1: Who just died.
0: Uh, no, not even just. It was five years ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How did she die, Trip? Do you remember?
1: She tripped on, like, a rug or something. Yes. On the tripped stairs. on a, like, And, like, broke her neck or something.
0: Fell down the stairs. Tripped, fell down the stairs, and died... And then, oh my and she's gosh. she's apparently
1: blind, too.
0: And apparently she was blind, Yeah, and which back, explains why she tripped on the rug. When
1: we got back, he's like, I told you to fix that rug. It's like, well, why don't you fix it yourself? Which, so he blames you know himself. know what that means? Huh. They end up in the same year, and his grandma has survived that rug for five years. Five
0: extra years, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, one day it's going to kill her. And so he blames himself for her dying in his universe. Because mm-hmm. he should have taken care of it, and he should have taken be- better care of her, and he should have been there with her more, and he should have... So, I mean, oh my gosh, man. <laughs> like, this no. guy... So he's the so...
1: saddest character in all of and history. He doesn't live right? with anyone.
0: Right. So, so Corbin was like, who does he live with? And I'm like, he's a grown man. I guess he lives on his own, Apparently right?
1: Apparently, he's been living on his own for five years. At least
0: though. five years.
1: In fact, he probably... Well, I was going to say he probably does live on his own because of where we found him in this episode, but... His grand was still living in this episode. Yeah, he
0: was. Yeah, I don't even know if he was living with his grand in the parallel, if Ricky was. So here's the thing. We're like, oh, man, you know, this lame-o guy, guy, you're whining all the time because your ex whining so
1: much more in the first episode. He's gotten better, but he's still really. Well, he got
0: better and then he didn't. Remember, then there was like uh-huh. the episode where like he purposefully walked off without saying goodbye to her, you uh-huh. know, and all this kind of stuff. And, and he just goes back and forth between being like, I'm going to be here for you. And then being like, why, why do you always leave me? And all of a, a sudden it's like
1: a big yellow truck.
0: Uh, yeah. And then all of a sudden it's, holy crap, this is the only special person in his life. No, she's the one person in his life that he still loves and still, and hasn't died yet. I know. And, and, you know, and then there was that, well, I mean, that
1: that's assuming his dad has died.
0: Um, we well, okay. Okay. Spin spin okay. okay. Even worse. Even worse. Because it's not that his mom and his dad died and his grand died. His dad, we don't know what happened to his mom, and his dad left him. Uh-huh. And then what did Rose do?
1: Left him? Over
0: and over and I over know. again she leaves I
1: was like, him. Dang. She was missing for a full year. I feel bad for I'm pretty sure right? he was like, more terrified than her mom was.
0: Right. So all this happens, <laughs> yeah, right? So it's So like our doc. So now what do you think of him? You probably don't trip, because you're selfish. I feel like terrible now. Because I, I don't remember any of that part.
1: I, feel so bad now. I know, right? It's like he started out just like this whiny dude and then this is the most tragic thing.
0: And like, he's been a hero he the whole time.
1: the doctor yeah. was a tragic character. Right. He's but he's been
0: a hero it. the whole time. He has saved the world, like, what, at least four, four times?
2: Numerous
0: times. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I'm no. sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. He's now saved multiple universes. Yeah. Right? Like, he's, he's saved... He's saved... He saved earth he world. saved the universe and then he went to a different universe and saved that earth
1: and like every time he's done it by
0: hacking into something <laughs> which is just i ridiculous. love i love when he when he told the guy he's like here let me try i'm pretty good with computers <laughs> like, <laughs> that's an understatement right? <laughs> i'm just gonna casually hack into the navy database <laughs> do, 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 do. Right? so, to the so Institute. all of a sudden the doctor is like realizing he Hasn't ever taken any time with Mickey, and I'm talking about like at <laughs> the beginning of this episode, not even at the end when they're splitting yeah. up. So In fact, the
1: Ninth Doctor basically hated the dude.
0: Yeah, man, just yeah. like never let up on him, yeah. called him names. How and blah, stupid blah, blah. are you? Yeah, and so, yeah, so and even
1: after he learns that, he still calls him idiot repeatedly.
0: Right, right. So he but just beats up on him all the time, joking. and then you know the Doctor's like, oh wow, you know, finds out all this stuff about his mom and his dad and his grand, and he's yeah. like, I, wow, I never knew. And she's like, well, you never asked. And he's like, "Well, he never told me." And I'm like, "Well, duh, told me. He never (laughs) told me, y'all." So they they get to the point where everybody's got their plan, and they're going to split up to go. You know, everybody's going to do their part to save the day. And the doctor kind of looks at him like, "There's the end of Mickey. Like, never going to see that dude again." He's Uh like, "Be careful." And it's kind of a little foreshadowing there because one, Ricky dies, and then two. Mickey, Mickey kind of is saying goodbye. You know, they, they got to say goodbye later, but... Uh, so that kind of happens. They... Um, oh, oh, before that, when they were first splitting up because Rose wanted to go wander and he wanted to go pout. He says, <sighs> be back explore. here in 20... 20- huh?
1: I mean, explore.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. What did I say? <laughs> he, <laughs> he says, be back here in 24 hours. And he says, unless I find something better. And then what did he do?
1: Find
0: something he, better. In the end, he found something better. He decided yeah. to stay because... He's got a cause to fight for, and his grand is there. You know, he can he can spend more time with her. Um, (laughs) My grand's here. I can spend more time with her. Let's go to Paris. (laughs) Immediately. That's
1: why he was going to Paris. I was confused.
0: Why was he? What? Huh?
1: His dad's in Paris.
0: No, his dad's in Spain. Oh. Yeah. No. (laughs) No, but what I'm saying is, like, I'm going to be here for my grand, and then he immediately leaves. doesn't even go back and fix her carpet, so she's probably dead. Anyways, wouldn't uh, that
1: be horrible if he came back and found her on the floor? With oh gosh, neck? that would,
0: that would be so bad. Oh so, gosh. they get to the point where they're gonna—they're trying to break onto the zeppelin, and the one guy uh, wants to kill the guards, and he's like, "No, no, no!" Because if we kill them, what makes us different than the Cybermen? And I, w- my first note was, "Wow, he's learned a lot from the doctor." And then I was like, "Or has he?" Like. Did he learn that from the doctor, or is that just who he's always been? I what feel do you like guys that's
1: think? Something the doctor said at some point. Like, well, the doctor would definitely something say something. That like Rose that. said, when the doctor okay. was gonna kill the Dalek, she's like, "If you kill him, what right. how does that make you better than him?"
0: Right. So I mean, what do you guys think? Do you think that that statement is Mickey having grown as a character, or do you think that's who he's always like? He always would have said something like that. What do y'all think?
1: I think that's him kind of uh, growing as a character. Yeah, me okay.
0: too. I mean, there's
1: like, no real way to tell. Usually, he's never really done to. about that. Like thing. he's never really been on an adventure. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. This that's is like, like what a second adventure?
1: Get two <laughs> adventures, <laughs> like and then he leaves forever.
0: Yeah. What was the What was, was the first? Oh, the the yeah. yeah he's like
1: my first truck, shot, and I tool. get my first shot, and I get a spaceship. Your right. second one, and you get a parallel universe.
0: No one can even do that anymore. <laughs> right, It's yeah, yeah, yeah. impossible. You got the impossible.
1: And then you get to stay there with your grands.
0: So, um.
1: As we mentioned, he hacks again to save the day.
0: He's hacking his way to saving That's the right. day. I didn't mean for that to rhyme, but it did. Uh-huh. He, um, he stays behind. He That's stays time. behind, as we said, because his grand needs him, and Rose doesn't. And she's kind of like, yeah, but, uh, but, uh, uh. <laughs> like, she starts to object, and she's not like, function, function. You're totally right. <laughs> like, I don't want to be a jerk and say that that's true, but it is. Um, so, <laughs> and also, and the fact that she doesn't, lie, so. she in the end, she doesn't fight him on it, right? Yeah. So if if no. that was like a plea for help, yeah. like, unless you do need me, Rose, which I don't think it and was, I like
1: how the doctors. So, cliche, oh, no, there's no way we can ever come back and get him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you just have to leave him here forever. Mm-hmm. Buh-bye. So.
0: So, he, uh, let's see. They have that sad little moment f- where she's remembering all the time. They're both remembering all their times together. And she says, all those years just sitting there imagining what we'd do one day. Hmm. We never saw this, did we? Do, you know, that, well, I
1: mean, I don't think I would ever imagine some dude picking me up in a blue box and then dropping my boyfriend in a parallel universe.
0: I, you <laughs> know, that's line, not actually. on any of my, my future plans. I mean, I'm not against it. I hope it. not. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, it, it it's just a really sad but appropriate way of wrapping up. You know, yeah. the, his his story. Mm-hmm. Um, and and how does it wrap up? He and Jake are going to head off and they're going to go save the rest of the world. Mm. So what do we think of Mickey now?
1: It's funny considering the how how Once many times it. he's just saved the world or in a couple of cases the universe. Right. <laughs> and like all we ever talk about him is how he just whines. Mm-hmm. He's whiny, but he's an actor. Yeah, we is the viewers. save the world.
0: Right. It's right. And even as us, like we're not the we're like we're looking at the doctor, like oh you're such a jerk. But at the same time, we're the same way. <laughs> like so, um, I think I think Mickey's character is is a very very dynamic character. He came a long long way. And uh, peace out, Mickey. It was uh, it was good seeing you. All right, quickly guys, because we're um, we're over time here. Overall impressions trip quickly. Rating out of ten. What are you gonna give this uh, two parter?
1: Nine. Nine. Really. Yeah, I awesome. thought this was all really uh, shinky things.
0: <laughs> 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 for the for the listeners that didn't see his his hand motions, he meant the <coughs> the thing that turns you into a cyberman <coughs> that goes uh-huh. shink 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 shink. Okay. So 9 out of 10 shinky things. Uh it
1: was a pretty solid. Episode. like Pretty solid really episode. Good.
0: Yeah, a lot of a lot of callbacks, not only to classic who, but earlier episodes of, of the reboot. Um, a lot of character development. Corbin, what do you think? Uh I'd
1: say seven zeppelins.
0: Seven out of ten Zeppelins. Yep. I'm gonna give it uh I'm gonna go right in the middle. I'm gonna go eight out of ten um tear dra- teardrop shaped Cybermen eyes. Oh. Did y'all notice that they have yeah little things it's that like look like teardrops? Yeah,
1: anime- yeah. anime eyes yeah
0: well apparently that was part of their their design for a long long time uh on classic who and they mm-hmm. went away from it and then they brought it back here and and you're always going to see that from now on you're going to see that little teardrop thing and it's kind of like Is there are more Aww. variations in secretly, the future secretly they're sad inside hmm? what i said huh what? What?
1: what did you really not hear me or are you I just
0: don't, what i don't know huh what okay. i don't know somebody's throwing something <laughs> what <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> so I'm gonna give it. ai am gonna give it an eight out of ten. Uh, Cybermen teardrop-shaped eyeballs. Creep level, drippers zero. Zero.
1: I no part of it. Not even the machine. Not, not even the shaky things. That was me.
0: Huh? Oh, that was you. Yes. Oh, y'all both have your <laughs> your pop filters in front of your face. I can't tell who's talking. I, a, I think zero. Like 100 maybe. 100. Like okay. It really was not. 20% that scary. creep level. Okay. I trip? think
1: there were like a couple of jump scares, like.
0: When yeah, he opened yeah, up the door
1: and there was like tens, I've watching. So, so
0: this was one where, uh, where the noobs here were saying, "Well, is this one okay for Braden to watch?" And I was like, mm, "I'm gonna say no." Chink, and chink. the chinky thing was the only thing because I was like, "Nope." And once those machines start, and he realizes what those machines are for. He would have freaked out. So yeah. so for that reason alone, I'm going to give it 150 out of 500.
2: Really?
1: Because, again,
0: I'm rating it on, on Brayden's level. <laughs> oh, on no, Brayden's level, Brayden. I'd mean, freak out. I mean, on Brayden's <laughs> level, it would probably be higher He would than jump
1: that. out of his pants through I the think,
0: roof. Okay.
1: I think probably 100, too.
0: A hundred and two? Or a no. hundred also? 100 oh, okay. Also. All right, guys. That's all we have for this time. Join us next time for Series 2, Episode 8, The Idiot's Lantern. An episode I cannot remember anything about. We didn't even get a next time, did we? we no. Did. We, did? The whole,
1: we did? Wait. Face-sucking red things. Oh, whatever. yeah.
0: The and in the, the old-fashioned-looking sucking...
1: TVs. It's like oh yes Are you oh, ready to yes. start?
0: The idiot's lantern. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so the tel- the television is that yeah, okay. The television is the idiot's lantern like oh. the like the the boob tube or the idiot box. Okay. <laughs> the idiot's lantern, yes, where um, TV is in fact destroying your brain. Literally. So make sure you watch the uh, TARDISODE. Watch, oh, I, I mean, you saw that, right? Uh, make sure you watch the Idi- Idiot's Lantern and then the Confidential, if you like, if you've got that. Uh, Noobs in the Hoovian is a production of Master Closet Studios. Research is provided by senior producer Austin Reason. Our audio engineer is Trip Reason. Corbin Reason is our production editor, and as always, special thanks to TARDIS.WIKIA.COM for the trivia, and to Star and the staff of the Timber Glen Library in Dallas for the DVDs. Side note, uh, guys, I'll tell you more off-air, but uh, the, the library suffered an incident over the weekend. That was really rough. And I'll tell you guys details about it later. But if you guys are listening, uh, we're sorry that all that went down. We hope that everything's getting back in order over there quickly. And we look forward to seeing you guys again. Um, suffice it to say guys for right now the library is closed so yeah. yeah I'll tell you in, in just a few uh, you can find Noobs and the Hoovian on Facebook just look us up Noobs and the Whovian you can also email us at Noobs and the at gmail.com make sure you do that make sure you send us in your theories your comments your ratings out of 10 who's it what's it <laughs> um, your, your creep level out of 500 and all of those things let us know what you're thinking what your favorites have been Noobs Tell us what you thought so far. Hoovians. tell me what you're looking forward to coming up and that you're excited to share with your noob friends. Um, and moms and dads out there, I want to hear from you. Are you watching this for the first time with your noob kids and introducing that generation to Doctor Who? I want to hear about it. I want to hear some stories about it. Until next time, my name's Austin. I'm the Whovian. These are my sons, Tripp and Corbin.
1: And we're the news? news.
0: And we will see you next time.
2: Let's go. Come on. Be whip and we're.